Section F. Ordering of the person to the common good of society. The personal good has to be referred to the common good, since society is the means for the person to attain his perfection. The more intense good is more universal, and so it is more noble to want to do good to the entire society than to oneself alone, and it is better to want to do good to all societies than to only one. Therefore, the rectitude of the love for a personal good depends on its ordination to the common good. Is it good for me to get a good education? Yes, if it is for the common good, if I can thereby serve society better. Is it good for me to make a retreat so as to improve my spiritual life? Yes, if it will make me a better person to serve others. To similar questions, the answer is yes, if it helps or is directed to the common good. See chapter 37, section H. On the other hand, whoever prefers his own good, egoism, to any other good, in a certain sense becomes like an animal, because it is proper to the animal to seek its own individual good without the desire to transcend it, as is proper to the spiritual creature. The person has to ordain himself to the common good of society, but understanding this as ultimately ordained to the common good which transcends society, which is God. When the good of society is not subordinated to God, then sin enters into society. The subordination to the rulers and to the laws of the land is due only insofar as they are related to the natural law and thereby to the will of God. In case of conflict, all other things being equal, the common good must be preferred to the personal good, even if this demands sacrifice. But we cannot do anything evil to a person, even for the sake of the collectivity, unless it is a case of self-defense. However, strictly speaking, a real moral conflict between a personal good and the common good arises only in a society which is not ordered, where either the common good or the personal good are misconceived. If every part of society is ordered to God, no conflict arises. Only if one of those parts wants its own good in a disorderly way does conflict arise. If this happens, the damage occurs both in the parts and in the totality, and the more influential the part, the greater is the damage to the totality. That is why the egoism of someone in authority is all the more damaging and has more far-reaching effects. If there is disorder in relation to the common good, order must be restored by the legitimate authority by means of measures restricting a particular good for the sake of the common good. If the authority acts against the common good, it is necessary to resist the authority. But how to resist this type of authority is another matter. Physical violence can only be justifiable in very extreme cases, as it usually creates more problems than it solves. As a rule, passive resistance should be employed, i.e. refusal to obey the unjust laws or rulings. 
The person, as distinct from society, has a direct ordination to God, see chapter 32, section C, and chapter 37, section B. The person exists by himself, substance, and is immortal, because God loves him for his own sake and not in relation to another being, as he loves animals, for instance. The essay of the person is thus directly related to the subsistent essay of God. All the material creatures are ordained to the spiritual creatures, and each person is ordained to the good of his own species and to the good of society, not in his entire being, but only in so far as this will lead him to God. All forms of materialism, by rejecting the spirituality and immortality of the human soul, tend to see the individual as a mere instrument of the species. And thus, they introduce population control programs which degrade the dignity of the human person that transcends society. Persons are not for the utility of anybody else, but directly for God. Precisely because of this, they are the only beings whose operations are directly related to the common good. See chapter 37, section H.